Welcome back to Body Talk with Bex. So at this point, I have had the surgery and I have stayed in the hospital for almost a week during recovery and have just been released from the hospital to go to a nearby hotel. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you need to go back two episodes to get caught up. Otherwise, none of this is going to make any sense. So this episode, I am in the hotel still. We have not left Seattle. We have not gone home yet. We are still staying close to my surgery team at Seattle Children's Hospital. The last two episodes have focused more on the physical things that I was doing and going through. And this episode is going to be a lot more emotional based as to how my parents perceived me during this time. So we, we stayed at the silver cloud for one week and, you know, it, it was, it was set up for hospital stay. So we had a microwave, we had a little fridge, you know, we, every, the room was, was all set up for that. And then with the, you know, the breakfast, we, we were okay. So we were there for a week and then we checked out and we moved into the Vance, which was downtown Seattle. And it was not set up for hospital stays. No, but didn't they bring us up a mini fridge? They did. They, you know, they, they were still, you know, you were still in a lot of pain. So just the car, again, the car ride from, you know, the silver cloud to the Vance was, was not a fun car ride for you, but they, they were really nice. They, it was a busy street. So you had to do kind of like that valet parking and we managed to get you inside the building and you stayed with Jean while I was trying to check everybody in and you you were very pale, very, very pale and just fragile looking, you know, and you had your little hospital pink bucket with your bags and your tubes in it. And we put a sweatshirt Mitch on top of that. So you're just carrying your little bucket there, you know, tubes coming up from the bottom of your dress into two tubes are coming up from the bottom of the dress into the, into the bucket. So you're holding your bucket kind of low and the, the front desk clerk asked me if, if you were okay. And so I took the opportunity to ask for a refrigerator in the room. So I said, you know, we just got out of the hospital and just gave him the most brief discussion, you know, and said, would it be possible to get a small refrigerator in the room? And they did it. So it was, it was definitely not, like I said, it was not set up for, for that kind of stay. Yeah, but they but they were really nice about it, really nice about it. Yeah. So it was a very old hotel. It was funny. It's like, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but because I don't think you took a shower. I think I made a. I think I made you get in the bathtub anyway. So if you got in the bathtub, it felt like I had water underneath it. Remember the the it was like the floor moved. Was I remember you and Jean talking about that? Oh my god! I think we we all took turns in there just playing with the floor. Yeah. So yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's there anymore. 
it's not I it's it's it. it's that old yeah it was that old but it was it was fun it was kind of you know kind of you could tell it used to be very elegant and it used to be it was it was I'm glad we stayed there just to yeah. experience the hotel me too yeah that was a fun one and I I remember walking up and down the hallways that was practicing walking again Yes, yes, we walked up and down and up and down those hallways. And there was a, a Starbucks that Jean and Doug could walk to. So that was that was handy. And they had a and they had a restaurant on site. You couldn't do room service, but there was a restaurant just we didn't have to go anywhere. It was just in that bottom little basement level. And they were really nice too. They were really nice too. Yeah. They always seated you in the or us in, you know, sit by yourself. They um they seated <laughs> us in the closed section. I just asked for kind of a, a private booth, but she looked at you and she took us over to the closed section. So you could put your little bucket of tubes on the chair next to you or on that bench seat next to you. And nobody yeah. was over there. So you could just kind of relax. That was, you know, obviously not the first week you stayed there, but that's getting towards the end. You were starting to feel a little bit better. And other than the bladder spasms, you were, you were Doing perking up. Yeah. yeah, you were perking up. Yeah. Well, that I think kind of sums up the first portion of the summer. Because I, I really, I feel like that summer is split into two different sections. There's the big surgery and all the hotel stays. And then there's the after we went home and came back. Yeah, they took one tube out before we went home. Yes. So, yeah, so they took, so we went home with just, just the one tube coming out the belly button. So Dr. Mitchell took the, the other one out. Which then we, I, I think we had another day or two in the hospital before we went home. Because I remember that was why I went in the bathtub. Was it was to make it easier practicing going to the bathroom again. Probably. Like, gone, like two weeks without having to use the bathroom naturally. Yeah. And so it hurt. Yes. So we were, you're right. We, we went, you had that, you, you had the tube out of the, out the wazoo. That one, that's the one that, that came out Yeah. and it, it felt it was a relief to have the one tube out, but you could still feel the other one. And you kept asking him what that was. And he said, there's a stitch. He's like, I, I secured the tube with one stitch and that's what you're feeling. And you're not supposed to feel the stitch, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took that one out, but he also, that's when he said, you know, we told him about the pain you were having and he, that's when he put you on ditch pan for the bladder spasms. So you still had them for the next few days but then but then they got better but it it took a few days for that ditropan to work you Hmm. still were having some pretty bad spasms and he said really the spasms were probably being caused by having so many foreign objects the tubes right yeah it was the bladder it was freaking out yeah it was like what is all this crap in here it's spasm yeah so yeah so you were a lot better but you know going to the bathroom was was you know we were in a restaurant and i it hurt you know where they had pulled the tube out of it really hurt to pee for a while so you know and you and you didn't want to so there there was that so even in these public bathrooms i just want to paint this picture for you just so that you appreciate your mother 
you know, a, a restaurant bathroom, let's see, a mall bathroom, lots of different bathrooms that you don't want to be kneeling on the floor in front of a toilet. That's where your mother was kneeling on the floor in front of you because you would pee if I wrapped myself around you again and you buried your little face in my neck and then we would relax together. I don't know if you remember that. We would do like the deep breath and we would exhale together and then you would pee and then you would cry and then we would get you dressed and leave. And unfortunately, because they had just pulled this out, you felt like you had to pee constantly. So this was repeated so many times. You always felt like you had to pee. I'd say for probably like the first day after they pulled that stupid tube, you had to pee constantly. It would be like, there can't possibly be anything in there. You're killing me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there you go. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It did hurt really bad. It was... I, 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 I know it did. And that is why I kneeled in some god-awful places. It's just one yeah. bathroom that I've been scarred for life from. It really was only the one. The mall bathroom. It, it no, no, it was a restaurant bathroom, and it was really? just like it was an old restaurant, and it was in Pioneer Square, oh. and uh, yeah, so that's kind of an older section of town, and it was a nice restaurant, but the bathroom was like tiny, and I really didn't want to kneel on the floor, and it was I was smushed in there, so I felt like I was on top of you already, and then I ended up having to put my knees on the floor, which I was had been trying to hover them above, and yeah. it just. I'm, I'm scarred from that one bathroom. The rest of them were fine. Sorry. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. I, I remember at some point during those next two weeks at the Vance, dad and my stepmom, Debbie, came to visit for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the mall and Debbie was with us. And then I remember getting hit with the bladder spasm. That was a particularly bad one. I think it's because we had walked to the mall. So you were, you were fatigued and it was, I should say it was only a couple blocks. It's not like we were, you know, dragging up. I mean, we'd gone to the monorail, you know, we walked like, I want to say two blocks to the monorail. We took the monorail because we got the city pass. So I had the city pass to do these things to keep you entertained just in case. I mean, we went, we did space needle. We did, I mean, we were really trying to, do some fun things. So we took the monorail back to the mall and, and, and one really, really hit that just wasn't letting go. And, you know, we ended up having to sit down. I, I always think we were in the, in the food section, but we weren't, we were just more by the monorail part. And that was the charm, charm bracelets are always like right there or their sunglass station or their whatever's right there. And so it was just really sort of a table in the middle of the mall. Yeah. That we plopped ourselves down at and, and you were just on my lap. So, yeah. And I, and I want to say, and I, I think most parents know what this looks like. It's your face would go into this like silent screen. So it's like your mouth would open and everything would be, you'd be silent, but your poor little body would just be writhing. And it was just one after another and so you're just on my lap and we are just rolling you know and Debbie was yeah. not prepared for that no 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 and I mean and no nobody is <laughs> <laughs> nobody's prepared for that I um, know I, I remember her walking away because she had to cry <laughs> it, yeah yeah I think I think 
you, you didn't know where she went. I think she told you that later that she just, she was losing it. She didn't want to lose it in front of you. Yeah. You know, and so she had gone to get you ice cream and she came back and we were still going. And it was just like, good God, this is just, this is not good. This is horrible. This is horrible. Why did we come here? (laughs) Exactly. And Gene and Doug had gone off somewhere, so they weren't even there. So I don't. They were shopping or doing something. They, 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 they're allowed to have a a couple hours to themselves. I don't remember where they were. Yeah. So, and then then we had to walk you back to the back to the hotel. You know, as soon as you could walk. Yeah, that was it for our outing. Yeah. And, you know, I think actually, I think your dad carried you back. I don't think you walked. I think somehow he carried you, which really wasn't easy. All the tubes and the buckets. Yeah. the I I was carrying, I know I was carrying the bucket. So, and yeah. So I think he probably was carrying you, but again, it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy carry. Right. And then, uh, then took you back to the hotel room. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I, I don't really remember how we got back to the room, but it was it wasn't pretty. Oh man, what a sight we would have been on the street. I know. Yeah. I you I'm know just thinking like what would I think if I saw something like that walking down the street? You know, I I I I think we looked fine. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. In in my mind, we looked just totally normal. Graceful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was a fluid, like ballet. Wonderful. Yes, that's that's how I remember it. Are you going to go <laughs> into that? Going to go into the other part where your mother had a meltdown? Oh, we can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you brought it up. Well, I know. Was that, was that after? That was that same day. That was as soon oh. as we. That was it. That was when we got back to the hotel. I didn't realize that was the same day. Yeah, we got you oh, on my- your in your got you in your little chair and your your uh you were all set there and you were not in pain and um and I had my emotional release yeah yeah the emotions finally caught up to the logic (laughs) yeah I I think that was um yeah I had I I had hit the wall which you know I really tried not to do with you because I didn't want you ever, ever, ever to feel like you couldn't uh, count on me, you know, for anything. I, I just didn't want you to feel like, not that you could have, but I didn't want you to feel like you had to hide pain or how you felt or, or just what you were going through or, and I didn't want you to feel like I couldn't handle it because I, cause I can, I can handle anything still. I, <laughs> But I, yeah, it, I, I had hit my limit that day. I was, I was tired and I had just hit the limit and yeah. And yeah, I I think your, your dad, I can't remember what he said to me that set it off, but he said something with, uh, oh, you know, your dad, he, he, he said, he said something like how much he, you know, admired and appreciated, you know, kind of how I was holding up and how, you know, I didn't know, didn't know how I was doing it. And it was like, well, I'm not doing it. I'm totally coming unglued inside. <laughs> and, you know, but, but, you know, he, he gave me a hug and said that at the same time. And that was it. I just bawled, which I'm not going to do now, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I fell apart 
absolutely fell apart. And, and he left and I turned around and looked at you and you just had this look on your face. Good God. And you just said, that can't happen again. And I said, I know. And it won't. And it hasn't. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you, you desperately needed me to be your rock. And you were. And, and yeah. And, and that, that was a, a, a side of my vulnerability that you could not handle at that time. And I, and I knew that. And I was sorry I had fallen apart in front of you. In hindsight, it's like, now, you know, it's like it, your mom actually did have a soul. You know, she, you know, she was feeling and she was, you know, crying with you and all of that. But, you, you know, at, at the time, I was sorry that you, that you had to see that. Because yeah. that day, that was not the right thing for you, you know. 15 years later or whatever it is, it's like, okay, now, now it's fine that you have that memory that I did fall apart and that happens and that's life. And everybody's got their little, their little moment, but their little moment, you also have to be able to suck it up and pull it back in, which I think I did pretty well because we were still there for a few more days. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think that was before you got that tube pulled out. And because we went in and he gave you the ditropan when he pulled the tube, I said, Hey, this is really getting bad. She's miserable. And, um, so, and then things got better. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we, once we did that, you, we even went on a ferry ride. I think, I think that's that you have a picture. You should post that picture. Um, we have a picture of, of, uh, Jean. I think you were taking the photo on the ferry. And I think you even have your braids, but yeah, you're in a dress, but if we were out and about that much there's they pulled the tube already yeah so it was probably just getting our bearings before we went home just trying to have a little bit of little bit of fun use up those last little tickets yeah I do remember that right too that was a lot of fun yeah we did the Seattle Center we did the IMAX theater we watched the Titanic 3D movie that they had going on yeah and did the ferry ride and then I think we came home yeah. And um, that's the one. Once they pulled that bottom tube, I think that's uh, there was the how do I say this? You still had you still had the tube coming out the belly button. So you would pee, but then I would have to finish, I would have to drain the tube coming out of the belly button. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because they didn't know if all the pee was coming out of you. So we would let you pee naturally because they wanted that to really do all the work. But then at the end, I would have to drain the tube. When I think and, that's where, I'm sorry. No, uh, I was just going to say that's, that's the airplane ride you're thinking of. Well, not just that. Well, that as well. Yes. We, the airplane ride from a couple episodes ago was, yeah. this is the tube that I had. And after this big surgery that mom and I had the bathroom door open and the, the flight yeah. attendant was very was, kind. She was very kind. But no, I was going to say, this is probably when they started having us measure things because they wanted to see what the difference was. They wanted you to measure what was coming out of me naturally versus how much was coming out that catheter that was down the belly button. Right. Yeah. I think, I think we got away with not, not measuring when we were out and about, but at home, they wanted me to measure yeah. as, as much That's as possible. Yeah. 
we didn't want spillage like on your dress or anything like that. So it sounds easy to drain the tube, but you have to have a cup to drain the tube into. So I, not only that, I had to ask the students for a cup so I could drain the tube into a cup and then. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's actually where she realized that she would, that we'd going to need the door open. This is going to be a two person process and a cup. I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And then, and then we came home and we got to have a tiny bit of a summer. I can't remember if it was four weeks or three weeks or something, but you got to be home for a little bit. I think it was a full month, four weeks. I think it was, I think. I finished yeah. reading the rest of the Nancy Drew series. Yeah. I read all 50 books. All 50? 54? Yeah, there were a lot. Yeah, I read all of them that summer between having them read to me and just sitting in the sun. And I couldn't be active. That was the hard part that summer. You we had to keep be you active. You had to keep you quiet. Yeah. 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 So I spent a lot of time in the backyard reading or John would play fashion polys with me. Mm-hmm. He even made a train at science camp to pull my fashion polys around the house with. <laughs> yep. He was a very good older brother playing yeah. with his sick sister over the summer. Yeah. we. I put you in a sewing class though. Yeah. We took you and your tubes to a sewing class. Was I doing clothes yet or was I just doing quilting? That was quilting. That was, and that's part of the reason I signed you up for it is because. Um, you knew the instructor, Tracy Brookshire. Yes. Yes. And so yeah. we just knew that it was just going to be a nice environment. Yes. And yes. And she would take care of me. And she would take care of you. Yeah. She because it was at, it was at the sewing center. So it was just the little funky bathroom they had at the, at yeah. the store. But Yeah. Yeah, you had to, yeah. At home, we had to pee in the hat and write down how much was in the notebook. And we had to uncap and drain the belly button tube. And we had to measure and record that. So they were measuring what was coming out the bottom and the top to see what the ratio was. Yeah. So once when we were home, we had to do that and we had to keep you hydrated. And um, it was still really almost impossible to work is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, had this big, big binder paper in the bathroom and the hat and the cup and the tubes and everything had to be sanitized and, and you weren't supposed to move that much around. And so it was just, it was exceedingly hard yeah. to work. Was this when you started working earlier in the mornings so that you could come home earlier in the day so that when I was awake, you were home? Um, yes. You started working more from like, instead of 8am on to like, 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Technically it was five. I would get up at three 30 though. Cause I had to drive to Watsonville and I had to be awake and look, look like I was alive. Um, yeah. so, you know, I'd shower and get ready just, you know, like normal and yeah. Train somebody at five, five 36, try to be home, you know, before the traffic hit, I try to be home by eight, which would be when Mike would be leaving for work. So you know, we've just got kind of, always home with me. Yeah. Somebody was always home. So, yeah. yeah. So I would try to pull down and at least, you know, I could leave notes for every, the, all the trainers and I can leave notes for the staff of what this needs to be done. And that needs to be done and make lists of to-do lists. Always been big on lists. So, um, I know. <laughs> so, 
and Ivy and Ivy was there. So I would just like give her the list of, Hey, this is everything that we need to have done so we can keep this place going. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think that this is also when you came to work with me, maybe a couple times also, because there is, there's, there's one time at work where you zipped into the bathroom and I was on the floor, I was training somebody and one of the trainers, Sandy Sampaolo, saw you go to the bathroom. So she just zipped in there to see if you needed help. So she zipped in there. And so she was just casually washing her hands. So you wouldn't think she had followed you in the bathroom, see if you needed help. She was just there coincidentally. And, and you come out of the little stall and obviously we weren't measuring it while you were there and you're chatting with her and like, and you're in a dress of course. And you're like, Oh, do you want to see? And you pull your dress up. So she gets to see the tube coming out of your belly button. She gets to see all those stitches from the belly button all the way down. And God bless her. Are her for life? Um, she told, yeah, pretty much. Probably <gasps> you asked her today, she would tell you that she's, <laughs> you know, and she's, you know, obviously didn't make, I mean, it was like, oh, that looks great, Becky. That's so interesting. Blah, 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 blah. You know, leave it. And she told me later, she said, I almost threw up all over the floor <laughs> because, you know, I mean, you had quite a few stitches and you're just, I a mean, lot. <laughs> such a little tiny thing and have this little tube coming out your belly button and, and you were just so sweet and open and okay with it. And don't you want to see? And this is, and you, you know, you sort of did that. I mean, I obviously only took you places where it was going to be safe to do that, but, but it does show how, you know, relaxed and open you were with, with it all. So, and she had the appropriate response. It was like, oh, all into it and all of that. And then you know, the next day when she talked to me, she was like, good God. <laughs> I almost threw up. That poor woman. <laughs> She's such a sweetheart. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. So funny. I don't remember that. Yeah. Because I mean, we, yeah. Cause you were just okay with your stuff for the most part for a very, very long time. You were okay with it all. Yeah. <laughs> awesome I think that covers that whole time that covers, yeah really. it covers the full the full first section there yeah yeah and you know in, in in terms of like as a parent having to deal with it you you go with the flow you know I mean I you know we let you lead the day if you wanted to sit there in the hotel room all day long and do mad libs fine. That's what we did. We just went up and down the hall. If you wanted to like, you know what? Uh, yeah, we, did, we went through <laughs> books of Mad Libs, you know, if you wanted to like, I really want to try to ride the monorail. Fine. Let's go try it. If it doesn't work, we come back. You know, what's the worst that's going to happen. You're going to bladder spasms and your mom's going to fall apart, you know? So, <laughs> but you know, we, we just kind of tried to let you do, you know, we'll take food up to the room. If you feel like going to the restaurant, we did the right. We just kind of played it by ear. We'll, we'll save the second part of this summer for another episode because that is just a whole other long-winded chat. Fiasco. Yeah. Is the right word. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Body Talk with Bex. I hope this was helpful or interesting or informative. If you did find it helpful, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you're listening to podcasts at. To help keep this podcast going, please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com. If you're interested in sharing your story or know someone who does, or if you just have a question that you want to ask me, please feel free to reach out to me either on my website, which is www.bodytalkwithbex.com, or you can find me on social media at bodytalkwithbex.com.